0: Hi, everybody. This is Reza. This is Andy. Welcome back to episode seventy-eight of the Stone Cold Silver podcast. I am finally home. How does it feel? It's like three weeks later.
1: Three weeks later. It uh, it's interesting. I was so looking forward to traveling so much because I hadn't been anywhere in a while, Uh, and that's I guess that's relative. Because uh, I guess, you know, I do travel a good bit, but the feeling of homesick, being homesick this time was a lot more tangible than it normally is. And I think that's just due to the fact that I was away for as long as I was. But when I got home yesterday, it was just a massive sigh of relief to walk into my apartment and realize that I recognize everything, that everything is mine, that I was going to sleep in my own bed um uh, it was incredible absolutely an incredible experience to come home for sure yeah yesterday was crazy because got off the plane so so let's just start with that um actually let's go back i was in scotland <laughs> the reason why was i was in scotland for work um we were doing like this thing called design sprint which is sort of this google branded five-day exercise where you bring different people from around the company together to like solve a problem jointly the idea is if you bring expertise from all parts of the company you'll sort of glean insights that normally aren't possible if you only work with people that you normally work with so you know there was a pretty awesome problem that we were going to be solving so you know like the first day everyone gets there and it's pretty exciting because I hadn't met a lot of these people in person before, considering most of them are in Scotland, and I, you know, just being able to put a face to a name was really big for me. Uh so the first day you're sitting around and there's only 9 of us in this room, right? Um uh, 10 if you count the uh <clears throat> the moderator. But the idea the first day is just to go over um data so they're called experts and I was considered an expert on, you know, our users and whatnot. So I gave a little presentation on, on what they're all about, what they're doing. And, you know, other people gave stuff on like, you know, how the business works and all that stuff. So it was great because, you know, there's people from all different groups within the company. So it's great to hear, you know, like what they're, what they're worried about, which is a lot different than what I'm worried about, you know? Um, just to sort of get that insight. So that was day one. Day two, you start to, uh, you start to really formalize the problem, you know? You start to agree on what you're going to be solving and what's considered, you know, like, if we do this or if the outcome is this, this is considered a success. Um, so we spent all day doing that and then sort of, you know, starting to do some brainstorming on some ideas. Third day, is a full day brainstorm so you're basically doing a lot of uh, storyboarding uh, just drawing things out you know getting a sense of you know if this is what we were thinking of doing doesn't make sense uh, fourth day was prototyping so me and the designer are basically heads down really building these prototypes all day and then Friday is when we get to show people what we've been doing uh, called user research And, uh, you know, we sort of show, show people, just get a sense, you know, what, of, uh, if we're on the right track or not. And Google says that, you know, if you, if you get feedback from five people, that's enough to sort of see trends. Right. So, so that was the week overall. Um, I want to say that, you know, overall, it was an incredibly successful week for, for, for everyone involved. Um, there was a lot of, I guess, a concern coming in that, you know, doing stuff like this is great, but if there's not something that's really tangible that comes out of it, you know, you just feel like you you just did so like a cool thing, but then you go back to your day job and you sort of lose all momentum. But uh you know, I think we really put those fears to rest
0: about at how the long are the we working per day.
1: So especially we start, Friday
0: when you have to create that prototype.
1: So yeah. So uh We started every day, sorry, we started every day at around 10 o'clock Scotland time. Um, and what's funny is the hotel that we were staying at had a a complimentary breakfast. And let me tell you something, Reza. This breakfast was the bomb. Okay. (laughs) I was so excited every day to wake up, just eat the breakfast. I would fill my plate up. So it was basically your standard. English or Scottish breakfast. Mm-hmm. So you have, all right. Let's just see. We go from right to left. So the first thing I put on my plate is a fried egg, right? Like like sort of like uh like an easy made fried egg, but it's still pretty good. <coughs> Sorry. And then you bring uh they have a little haggis, um which is just like sheep stomach stuff, um like stuffed sheep stomach, which is like awesome. Like I love I love haggis. People sort of recoil in horror when they hear that, like, oh my god, how could you eat that? But it's like, dude, this is, like, not the most exotic thing I've ever eaten. And in fact, this thing is tasty as hell. So I'm excited that I get to start my day off with something this savory. Then they do, like, these baked beans, which, you know, my colleagues said were better than Heinz baked beans, but I said that I didn't know about that because I trusted the uh, golden retriever that I've seen in the commercials all my life. Um... But you, I sort of like slather it with a little bit of baked beans. There's, uh, some home fries. Like, this is a crazy, like, this is a hearty breakfast every morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's nice that it came sort of with the, uh, with the room. So we start at 10, um, and then we break at around 1 for lunch. And then we go to about like 4 o'clock, and that's really about it.
0: Okay. That's not bad at all.
1: So it's not too bad in like the, uh, absolute sense of like, oh my god, we're in we're in these rooms like all day, we're gonna kill ourselves. But uh depending on what day we're on, uh the the heavy lifting can be a little bit more for, for certain people. So like me and the designer Kevin, who is this awesome freaking designer, like this man's this man's so good. Um me and him, our biggest day was Thursday and Thursday and Friday. Okay. So like, Thursday night, uh, I'm sorry, Wednesday night, I started prepping my files just so that when I hit the ground running on Thursday, like proper, I wasn't going to be wasting as, I was going to be, you know, hopefully reducing any time wasted, uh, just by having all my files prepped and ready to go. So I worked until about 1.30 in the morning, uh, Wednesday night. And then Thursday, I worked basically like all day, just sort of locked in on building this prototype you know sort of in sketch making sure you know the the actual assets are looking right and and people are okay with what I'm doing and then building the prototype itself so Thursday was about a midnight kind of night but overall it wasn't too intense of a week you know it's nice that you're sort of uh, sequestered in the same room with everyone and the room what didn't change so we could sort of have all of our drawings up like I took a picture of my sketches on the wall and it's almost like a beautiful mind-esque, you know, just sort of like going across the, uh, the board of th- like, uh, the flow and what we wanted to do when and where and all that stuff. So it was, uh, it was a very, uh, successful week overall. Um, we did, we did run into some issues with user testing. Uh, the issue with that, I guess, is, uh, you know, it's always going to be tough to get users in. You know, we, we, uh, at, you know, at my company, we, we do sort of have an issue with people signing up and then not showing up. Uh, and that, that's, so that's just sort of, you know, the, the occupational hazard that we have. Um, yeah. so I, I thought I mitigated that this time by, you know, asking people like you to do it, you know, my other good friend Cody to do it. Um, and they, you guys showed up and you guys really gave us, uh, like a phenomenal feedback. Um, so I really appreciate you doing, you helping me out there. You know, uh, one of my friends, uh, unfortunately he fell asleep. And missed, a <clears throat> excuse me. He, uh, he missed the sign up time, but, you know, I, I know a little bit about falling asleep. Uh, so I was like, really? Like, there's, like, this time I, I, re- you know, it wasn't me that fell asleep in Scotland. It was, it was a good <laughs> friend of mine. Um, so Scotland is just, uh, she's always gonna have that power, you know, to, to force somebody to fall
0: asleep, it seems. Right, right. But
1: no, I seriously appreciate, uh, you helping me out.
0: Yeah, but. no problem. Man.
1: Yeah, um, it, it's always cool to bring friends in to show them like, hey, this is kind of what I do for a living, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and especially when you have such important people in the room who are like, because when I interviewed you, I don't know if you saw it, but there was uh a couple of people on the line. Yeah. Um, but that was just like a fraction of the people that were actually listening in and like in the room together. So it was uh it was it was pretty important actually to uh to get this feedback in early. Uh, because we were—it's sort of like riding the momentum, you know. Like, oh my God, all right, so we've been thinking about this every day, and you know we're coming down to the final day. And we just want to see if get that early uh validation, you know, if uh, if what we're doing is, is correct. But you know, all this means is that I gotta go back uh, starting tomorrow and get a few more users in to uh to validate.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. Um,
1: overall though, Scotland's great. Uh, oh, I played the. Uh, it's funny, I. I brought my ping pong paddle to Scotland cause I was like, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm pretty sure I've established my, my ranking in the New York office. Um, and I heard that the, I, oh, I mean, I, I didn't hear, I, I always knew that the Scotland office had a, uh, a ping pong table for much longer than we did. And their engineering team or rather the engineering team out there created an ELO algorithm <laughs> on a website so any new hire could sort of sign up and then you could see where people were. And then you, all you had to do was just log the results.
0: Sounds like productive use of work time.
1: A hundred, dude, this is, this is so important for team morale. Um, so I, I brought my pad on every day I heard like there was this guy named Shavi who is the best in Edinburgh. I was like, okay, you know, hopefully, hopefully he's here. And early reports indicated that he was out for the week because he was working somewhere else or he was traveling or what have you. So I was like, all right, well, you're know, that's too bad, you know, Uh and plus I'm so busy every day and I'm in a different office that by the time I get back to the main office, most people are you know, filtering out and I'm not going to ask people to stay long, which is a play ping pong. And it was almost so Hollywood-esque because, you know, it's Friday, it's the end of the day, you know, people are drinking, we're just having fun, hitting the ball around. And all of a sudden these two guys come in and they're like, oh, you know, let us know when you guys are done playing. And so me and this guy, uh, my product manager, we're just sort of hitting the ball around, messing around. And then they come up, they come back again. And he goes, oh, you guys done? I go, yeah, yeah, You know, we're just messing around. And then somebody says his name. And I'm like,
0: wait. <laughs> you just, wait. Your ears turn up like a Oh, like my a God, dude.
1: I I, I, perked up so hard. And he goes, wait, are you Javi? And product manager goes, yeah, dude, this is him. He's the best in the, the Edinburgh office. He goes, wait, are you Sandy. <laughs> and I go, I go, yeah. He goes, dude, I've heard so much about you all week that I've been looking at the ping pong table and you're never there. So I was like, all right, why don't you play your best of three real quick and I'll hit you up right afterward. Now, mind you, Rezzo, I didn't bring my sneakers.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> I didn't bring my ping pong sneakers. My, my, my new Steph Curry's, you know. Um, the new get off my lawn 12s. Um,
0: $150 ones,
1: right? The $150, you know, the, the, the I want to speak with the manager twos. Um, and I uh I didn't bring my sneakers. All right, I'm wearing pants as opposed to shorts. Okay, um, and I'm wearing combat boots. And by combat boots, I got these like Fry boots. I think you've seen them before. These like three pound boots, you know. So I'm weighed down. All right, but I was like, well, I can't. I can't back down now. It's it's Friday at the end of the week. It's my last full day here. This man shows up. It's almost like the town in a Western has cleared out. And me and him sort of walk down Main Street. And all of a sudden, you're like, uh, are we going to do this right now? So I waited for him to finish. And he was good. He was a good player. Really consistent. That's really the key with ping pong, right? You just got to be super, super consistent with your shots. So he's done. he beats the other guy who put up a pretty valiant effort. But he beat him 2-1 aggregate. So I go, okay, let's let's see what this guy's about. So I start hitting the ball around with him. This dude's got some pretty intense spin. And and you know like he he's sort of uh he's locked in on this table. He knows every inch of this table. I don't know every inch of this table. I I know that there are two little nicks into it, but otherwise, you know, he, he this man's vectored in. Um so I said, "You know what? Let's just go." So I won't lie to you, uh, I was a little nervous. <laughs> My, my, my product manager sitting in the corner taking video of this and it And, uh, <laughs> he actually got, uh, some footage that I'll share with you later. But, uh, so, first game, pretty intense. I hold serve really well and I beat him 11-6. So I was like, okay, this is, uh, this is it. This is good. Change sides. Next game, um, I start to, I, I fall apart a little bit at, towards the end. He beats me, I want to say, like, 11-7, 11-6, 11-8, something like that. I see. Um, wasn't able to hold serve. He had a good—he had a few good smashes in. I really played the ball up too high, and I was like, all right, 1-1. Would we have—would we want it any other way? Yeah. So, you know, we play. It goes—he starts out with the serve. He goes up 2-0, and then I serve 2-2, and then he—I break him first to go up 3-2, and then he breaks me right back. Three three, all right, and then I break him again four three. He breaks me four four. At which point I lose two points in a row to him, and I was like, okay, let's let's knuckle down real quick. And then I break him, so it's six six. And then we play and we play and we play, and I gets to the point where it's like ten ten. And in ping pong, it's if you get to ten and you're tied, you got to win by yeah. two, and then you're alternating serves. Yep. Yeah. Um. At this point I I've played so many games in my life and I and I used to get really nervous right like I used to just sweat every point like oh my gosh like I I uh I would sort of shoot myself in the foot based on how I perceive momentum to work but then playing against my dad for so many years which just been so much better than me um uh, for most of my life and the, the how ruthless he is on every point you just you just realize that if you take every point as its own thing and you separate it from the context of where you are then you're fine, because if you miss a shot and then you lose the game, then you lose the game. It's not a big deal, but if you sort of let the gravity of the moment take over, then you start to on, un- then you start to unravel, right? Well, I use that sort of tenacity to uh to to, to break him. I think I beat him 13-11. All I know is I won. Yeah. All right. All you need to know is that I planted an American flag in the middle <sighs> of their table, and then we woo, and then we bounced, but uh, it was good. It was fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to getting back to the New York office because there's a lot of people that play there. And I've been gone for so long that, you know, now that I'm back, we're going to start our own official ping pong tournament. And, uh, people are already kind of giving me some, uh, <clears throat> some noise because they're like, we know you don't play your, your fullest. And some people get angry about that because they're like, well, you're, you're sort of keeping me in the game, right? But in my mind, it's, you don't want to see me at a hundred percent. <laughs> Sandy at 100% on the ping pong table is is, is not good for anybody. How,
0: how else are they going to get better?
1: Well, I don't need to be at 100% for them to get better. A lot of these people.
0: You know? Ouch. Those are, well, those, I are mean, fight, those are some fighting words. Is
1: that locker room material? Um, me at 100% is playing my dad. You know, that is the. He knows that. He knows my game. I know his game. The mind games are out of control. We play. We basically play an NBA series, best of seven to twenty one, right? And there's yelling, there's intensity, there's emotion. Yeah. I can't show that emotion at work, you know. And you don't want to see me get angry at myself when I miss a shot, a really routine shot. But it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? Like I get it. You want you want me to go? You want me to you want me to put my pedal down to one hundred? Let's let's get a tournament going. I'll treat every point like it's the you know the end of the world. Um. I can bring that intensity. I just I felt like if we're playing friendlies every day, we're just sort of knocking the ball around. There's no sense in me bringing that sort of aggression and intensity, you know? But the people are not entertained, Reza. The people are not entertained, and they want to be entertained. So we'll see.
0: Sounds good. I haven't played ping pong in a while, actually. Still got a, I got a pretty decent table in my basement at home, but got no one to really play with.
1: Yeah, that's uh, you know you know you there there is the uh, the option of buying one of those ping pong feeder machines, but uh, I'm sure you don't need that.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's really the dream for me is to have a ping pong feeder machine like a thousand balls in New York, so that on any given day I can just sort of like put some music on or put a podcast on, and have the balls go and just me fucking get like all of the the practicing.
0: People would be so mad all that noise. People would be noise. so
1: mad. All that noise. It would be incredible just like a thousand ping balls being fed out and you just slamming these balls. Yeah. But uh but yeah, I realized that um when we were doing user testing so you and I, you said that your fiance had to wake you up because you were you were fasting and all that. So I wanted to ask you how Ramadan's been going for you and all that. How how fasting has been.
0: It's been all right so far. Um I've been trying to move around a lot more. So in the past, when I, when I start fasting, I've become a bit more sedentary. So I don't like, I I mean, the, the most activity that I typically did back in the day was go to the gym, lift weights, you know, run, do cardio, stuff like that. But because of the Fitbit, I've been doing a lot more walks. And so I typically just like walk over to Wawa, which is about three quarters of a mile, walk back, do like a mile and a half. And then also just try to move around a lot more during the day. So now that I've started fasting, I'm trying to keep the walks going. So, I basically just walk to Wawa and walk back, but I don't go inside. Um, that's the only difference. And just move around the building a lot more. Um It's late though. Like like you you have to you, you eat at like three 3:30 in the morning, and that's just too it's too early for me. Like it's too late for me to stay awake till, and it's also too early for me to like wake up like and like a couple of hours after I go to sleep. So, I've just been, like, eating at, say, like, 1, and then I go to sleep and just sleep through the night.
1: So what do you eat at 1?
0: I'm pretty full still from dinner because dinner's at 8.30, so I don't really right. eat much. Like, last night I had a bowl of cereal and a piece of cheesecake. I bought cheesecake for my dad because he came home finally.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah,
0: so. Um, and my little brother's in town, too, so I just bought a, I just bought a big cheesecake from Wednesday. Oh, weddings. why is your brother in town? Just, uh, just because I think that he, I, he, so he's studying for the step, step one exam. It's the, so when you go to med school, right, there's like a series of exams that you need to take to actually, um, be certified to practice medicine. I think, I think these are the equivalent of the, the, uh, the boards. I think they, I don't know if they've changed the name or this is just something that people call them now, but regardless this is the first part, and so this is like a general general exam where they basically test you on everything that you've learned while you've been mm-hmm. in med school, so anything's okay. fair game. And there this exam's given, uh, or he'll be taking it at the end of this month, toward the end of this month, and so he's been home, but he's just been studying, so partially oh, okay. partially for Ramadan, partially just to visit, and, you know, nice, quiet place to study, too, I think, for him. Yeah. So... It's good having him around and, you know, I wish, I wish him best of luck on this exam because I'm sure it's, it's, uh, stressful. Sure. Cause it's just like, you know, everything that you've studied for, everything that you've been doing over the last two years is being like, it's culminating to this, this particular exam. Right. And then when you finish this one, there's another exam in the next year. And then I think there's another one, I think after you graduate, shortly after you graduate. And then, um, I can't remember exactly what he said. If it was after you graduate or during your residency, something like that. So, it's a it's a it's a long process. It's, it's and it's not cheap too. It's like a few hundred dollars to take the exam.
1: When uh. When Ramadan sort of goes down, uh, do all of your siblings share the, the your similar fasting intensity? Uh yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, everyone's doing it.
1: Okay. Um. Is there sort of uh like is there ever a time to be like you know what we we might need to not be as intense about it this year or is it just, every year it's just sort of like you know like this is the time of year to do it so we're just gonna do it the way we've always done it.
0: Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, pretty much everyone's done it. Um, last year I actually skipped it when I was in Seattle.
1: <clears throat> and okay.
0: The reason was because. Uh, it's you know it's not the greatest reason in the world I guess but you know I'm also not like super religious I guess but uh, I last year I it was it, like the process to get to and from work like I take the bus and then I would do like my mile or so walk but when I was there it was just like the days just felt much longer there than they were here I think like the sun would go down up there like at nine p.m. Oh wow and so to to go that long without eating and drinking and then all like the walking that i would do that I, that i i mean i guess i could have gotten away with with less of it and mm-hmm. the weather was you know that it wasn't 90 degrees there but i don't know i just I, I don't think i could have i don't think i could have done it so i ended up skipping last year but that was the first time i ever did that
1: gotcha um is skipping it kind of a big
0: deal I mean, you know, it, it's all, it's all on you, really. It's, it's the same with any religion that had, you know, they, certain religions mandate that you do certain things. And a lot of times people don't do those things, right? Like, I, I don't know how many religions actually don't want, like, forbid drinking, but how I mean, how many people drink excessively every day? That's fair. So it's like the same thing. You know, it's just, it's on you. It's not like, it's not like there's, a, there's a police looking out and saying, Oh, you know, you, you broke the rules or something like that. So.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. I guess that's that's, that's fair. Okay, so how long? How, when did Ramadan start this year?
0: Um, so it's a it's a it's based on the the moon. So it started for us. We started, I think, on on Monday or Tuesday. I can't even recall right now. I think it was Tuesday that we started.
1: Okay. Now, are there any like special foods that you get to eat while, during Ramadan, or is it more of when uh, Ramadan ends that there's some like the big celebration?
0: You know, people. Different people do different things. Um, I'll, I've heard people, and you know, especially when where Ramadan or Islam is kind of like the major religion of the country, most restaurants aren't even open during the day. It's hard to get food and all that good stuff. Um, but afterward, because so many people are doing it, there's like huge feasts. It's not. It might not just be you and your family. It might be you and friends or your neighbors and stuff. Like you know, breaking bread together, uh, eating dinner at night. But for us, we don't do anything special. I mean, we just eat the same foods that we normally eat for dinner. My stomach is already smaller anyway, so I don't pig out like that when it comes to dinner time. Like, I'm probably eating less, I'm probably eating just as much as I was when we were in Brazil for dinner, because I just can't eat any more than that. I get really full really fast. And then at the end of it, at the end of it all on Eid, they do typically do like big feasts. And... For that, it, it depends. I mean, sometimes we might go to the mosque down in Maryland, where we used to go when I was young, when I was younger. And uh, when when you go there, that you know, people bring different foods. They you know, you set up lots of stuff, and and you kind of just eat as a community. And, and like they do like prayers and stuff like that. But otherwise, you know, if I'm at home again, we don't really do anything crazy. It's just like another normal day. We eat dinner together as a family, but that's about it. Oh and then you also asked about like special foods. I mean, so yeah. so when it comes to that, typically you break your fast with uh tea, hot tea. And you can also a, a lot of people um eat dates, which is said to be uh the Prophet Muhammad's favorite food. I'm not a big fan of dates, so I don't I don't eat dates. Um and then there's this specific type of bread. It's called badbury. Um I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly, but it's basically like this this um flat bread um you, you put it in the in like the toaster or the oven, and it just gets nice and crisp. You can dip it in your bread. It's a, I don't know, it's pretty good. You can get it pretty much at any Persian rest or Persian like uh, market. Although you'll have trouble finding it during Ramadan.
1: Understood, gotcha. Do you feel like your fasting during Ramadan has sort of, I guess, affected how much you do eat? Because I I just realized that when we were in Brazil, like I thought you were going to be eating <laughs> a lot more. Sort of like the, you're I thought you were gonna eat the way I ate.
0: No, but I've... I, I, so I've at that time, and, and I haven't been so good about it uh lately. But I was trying to moderate my portions and not eat to the point that I felt like I was gonna explode, you know. And so I think I at that point, my i had almost trained my body, my stomach to not want so much. Mm-hmm. And I kind of lost that after that for a bit, but eat, what, like. Maybe, maybe during this month and then like a little bit after it'll be like that, but then it'll just quickly resume to normal if I just, you know, if I'm able to eat throughout the day. It's just, it's, it's like a completely different thing. It's a little weird actually.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. I can't imagine what it's like to be, to have to either not, well, I guess not eat or drink when the sun comes up all the way to when sun goes down and then sort of then because I already know that you know, as such a, I guess it's not a sensitivity, but I know I get headaches when I don't drink enough water. Yes. Yeah, and sure. so to to not be able to drink water, and then you're also trying to like get these steps in during Ramadan. For me, I I know there's a colleague of mine who's going to be staying home a lot this summer uh because it's going to be really warm in the city. Yep, and he just said it'll be easier for me to work from home. And still be somewhat useful to everyone instead of, you know, using all of that energy to commute to and from the office, and then where everyone's always eating because there's so many snacks in the office. Oh. to Like there's no Peanut point. M&Ms, in... man. I know. It's just you don't want to put that kind of energy around you. Yeah, yeah. Or that temptation that just seems like an unnecessary thing to do.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I um. I don't, I, I do try to like avoid, you know, cafeterias, lunchrooms, things like that during this time, just cause you know, it, it's, it's, it's fine. Like the, te- the temptation isn't really there. It's not like I'm tempted to break it or anything. It's just like, sm- you know, being around it sometimes can make you feel a bit more hungry than, than usual. But for the most part, it doesn't really affect me. It doesn't bother me too much. I just, you know, rather not be there because I feel like I'm not doing like, all right. So it's it's less of feeling the temptation and more just feeling almost bored because i can't do anything you know i can talk to the people that are there but otherwise it, i'm just kind of sitting there waiting for everybody else to finish eating so i can go back to work
1: right yeah that uh i guess it's just a whole new energy for the next month that you have to start to employ
0: yeah yeah but it's not, it's not bad i mean i don't really i don't really get the headache which is surprising because i do get headaches when i'm when i'm thirsty what right. I do notice though is like as the day, as, as the, um, the evening comes in and, or maybe late afternoon, whatever you want to call it, like five, six, seven o'clock, then I start to feel like I'm not thinking correctly. The other day on Friday, I was getting really tired. And now I also wasn't sleeping as much because I hadn't mm-hmm. quite figured out how I wanted to do my whole eating thing, uh, you know, at night and stuff. Right. But, I was getting really sleepy. And so I think at one point I just took a nap at my desk. I I don't think I did. I know I did, but it wasn't, it wasn't the greatest sleep in the world. The only reason why I knew I was sleeping is because I was listening to Pandora. Um, and I was listening at like, I think, um, nine was playing like Drake's nine was playing. Right. And I, and I put my head down and and then the next thing I know, like a song off, take care was playing. And I was like, that's not the song that was playing before. And I was like, why are they, why are they playing so much Drake music on this Pandora station? And then I looked to see what had been played previously and I missed like three songs. And I was like, Oh, so I did fall asleep. I put my head back down. Right. And then again, I wake up and well, again, I'm hearing another Drake song playing, like say another song off, of, off of views. Right. And I'm like, what is still, what's with this Drake music still? And then again, I right. look and I see like, I missed like four songs. Oh so, okay. You know, it wasn't the greatest sleep in the world. Like, I really didn't feel like I slept at all. Um, I went, I did, I then went to my car and I just like laid back for a minute. Uh, I didn't fall asleep. I didn't try to sleep, but I just like lay there for like fifteen minutes or so.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, but that that was kind of an anomaly. Like, what I what I do notice is that I just I, I, again, like as the day is ending, I just feel like I'm a bit slower on my feet. Like, I'm not thinking a hundred percent. Like, it's not, it's, I don't know. Right. Like, like if, if I'm trying to, if I'm trying to work out the logic to some problem that I'm having in, like, a, you know, a, a computer program and I'm trying to find a bug, it might take me a little longer to find it because I'm just not thinking a 100% clearly.
1: Yeah, do you feel like it's one of those things where you just start to tilt your work day earlier so that while you still have that energy... You can solve the problems, yeah. As absolutely. opposed to no, okay, because I just feel like you know that your effectiveness yeah. goes down. It's almost like a parab, not a parabolic. Is, it, is it parabolic? No, It's a parabolic? and that's not parabolic. It's a not a logarithmic, but it's not like a linear, right?
0: Yeah, it's like a it's it's decreasing. Say, uh, maybe exponentially, maybe or to some degree. Like it, it yeah. It, it definitely speeds up as the, right. the day kind of, kind of ends. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely cutting my days. I'm calling my days a bit earlier than usual. Like one one thing I never did well in college was all nighters. When when I have a lack of sleep, I I can't function, and the the level of productivity doesn't drop by like a factor of two; it drops like by a factor of ten. Like one night, I had to I had to do an, uh, two all nighters in a row because I had two huge assignments. I had like a ten page paper for one for one class, and I had this pretty big like computer pro, um program that I had to write for another class with a group. So I figured, all right, well, it's let's say it was due Thursday. I think it was really due Thursday, and, and so Tuesday at night I say, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to finish everything tomorrow on Wednesday, so I think it'd be smart to bang out this paper all all night tonight. Just keep making a bunch of cups of coffee, keep grinding on this paper. And of the ten pages, I think I wrote like eight of them that night. And so I was like, all right, well, you know, I did pretty good. I uh, went to class, did all that stuff, and then the I think I had a bit of a break, so I took like an hour nap between between classes, and then. I met up with my group and I worked with them till like 11 p.m. at night, right? And so we didn't finish our pro- – we, we ended up not finishing our program, but none of us were going to work on it any further that night. So I was like, all right, well, I just have like two, maybe three pages left in this paper. I'll bang that out, go to sleep. It took me the entire night to get those last couple of pages done. Now, maybe that had a bit to do with with um, like lack of material, but I just had intense writer's block too. And it just took forever to like get the focus that I needed to finish that paper. And that was just because, of, you know, I couldn't sleep. Or, you know, because, because of the lack of sleep. And so that's like on a, on a um, much higher level than this. But I definitely see that my, my, like I'll almost be staring at the screen for like a second or maybe more than a second, a few seconds to figure out what, what's, what's next? Like, what do I, what do I do from here? So. Yeah.
1: I also feel like knowing that your energy and focus sort of decreases throughout the day. How do you feel when you're like driving home?
0: I'm fine with that. I've never had any problems driving. Okay. Home. Yeah. Okay. What I do notice is that I'm a I'm a bit irritable at, toward the I end. Can't imagine why. Yeah. Um. The one thing I just read recently was that you know, it, in addition to you know not eating, drinking, you're supposed to abstain from like sexual activities and things like that. But you're also you're also supposed to try to refrain from like mean thoughts, um, like no swearing, things like that. So when, when it comes to like driving, especially if you're driving during rush hour, because if I'm leaving earlier, like I normally, normally what I do is I stay till maybe seven, sometimes even eight in lab. And and I, and part of the reason why I do that is to, well, not only because there's always more work to be done, but to avoid the traffic at like five. And so nowadays it's like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, I can't, I can't be here anymore. I need to go home. I need to lay down. I need to I need to find something that's just really fun or entertaining to just distract me almost for the last few hours. And so I'll leave at like five. And if I'm on the road and I'm getting frustrated with some driver, I just try to like, you know, just stay cool, stay calm, just woo it out.
1: Yeah, no, that's a a good thing, though. Sort of that positive energy or keeping things as positive as possible and not sort of Tilting towards the negative because it's so easy to do that. Yeah, it is. No, I can applaud that. I know I try. I know I know I say that, and I think we've at least you and I have done a much better job on uh, on Xbox whenever we, uh, when we whenever we get irritable or when we get angry at stuff. I think we've started to self censor a uh, much more effectively than we used to.
0: Yeah, also partially by just not playing as much these days.
1: That's true. Um. What have you been playing recently?
0: Dark Souls, but that's been like on and off. I haven't been playing very much lately. Um This last month has been really busy at work. Mm-hmm. And so, it, things have tapered off now. After my St. Louis trip, I was able to get everything done that I needed to. I think I talked about it last week on the podcast. And I'm able to just kind of focus on my own work now. Just get back to my research, which has been good this week. But. That's it, Dark Souls. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at my games right now, and there's no, there's nothing else. Uh, I haven't touched the Division since the last time we played together. And that, well, was, pro- that was probably I, like a month ago, right? So I just
1: read a statement, or a statement, I just read something that says, the Division's player count has dropped 93% since launch.
0: I saw that too. Yeah, on the PC side, because you can track it on Steam. You can see how many active players oh. there are at any given time, and so they have the peak numbers for the day. And so you can use that as a comparison now I saw somebody else say that that's normal for a lot of a lot of like loot based games I think even Borderlands 2 had an 80% drop off but but the division's supposed to be a game that like it's kind of like year round almost like destiny where there's always they're always pushing out new content I mean I know I haven't touched it since they put out their their newest release their newest update the new incursion or whatever I haven't seen any videos about it I haven't thought about playing the game. It's just kind of been in the back, like, nowhere in my mind, not the back of my mind, literally not in my mind.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, you, uh, we haven't, I mean, you've been busy, I've been away. Uh, I'm playing Uncharted now, so it's just been sort of nice to be in that world again. It's nice to play, but at the same time, I feel like the, the call isn't as as loud as it once was, you know? Yeah. I think right now it's one of those things where, you know, you come back from a long day at work, you work out, you eat, you sort just relax and you wanna find enjoyment out of something like that. Now you don't want to feel like you have to still treat it as work, because I know that a lot of the games that we play do require us to work at a fundamental level with it. Yeah. And just think that our sort of propensity to enjoy games like that is really starting to reduce.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll see though. I mean, so E3 is, is Tuesday. And so there were f- certainly a few games that I think the two of us had our eyes on. So it'll be interesting to see what, you know, uh, what their tra- new trailers look like when they're coming out and see yeah, what they I'm are.
1: basically going to rescind everything I just <laughs> said on Tuesday, but I wanted to get it down today because yeah. that's how I feel today. But come Tuesday is going to be sort of the uh, hype will return. The hype will return. I mean, the hype is already returned. I was sending you text messages over, or I guess I was G chatting you. Yeah. Video game trailers, like out of the blue. Um, part of it is a, uh, that's how you know I'm alive. If I ever <laughs> get kidnapped and you need a proof of life, just ask him how I feel about the division. Um, it's just one of those things where, well, yeah, actually, I didn't even realize that E3 was next week. Um, until you just said it, I think I knew it, but I just forgot about it. Uh, that's one of the things. That's one of the times of the year where I get really excited because it's like, yeah, let's just see what we got. Uh, let's see what we got on the on the menu. You know. Yep. I don't know. I feel like every year goes by and we we play just a hair less, just a hair less, and I, and I wonder if. There'll come a day where we just sort of hang hang up the cleats, hang up the controllers.
0: The day the kids come.
1: <laughs> you think what? so?
0: I, I I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be like hanging up forever, you know. Um, yeah, and cause I, I've it,
1: got friends who are married with kids who still play.
0: Right, and I certainly hear about them, but they're not consistent at all. Like the way you and I used to play Duty when we would sign on every single night and play. It, it that's just not gonna be possible. I think at that point, it'll just be like, Oh, I'm randomly signing on tonight for the first time in like a month or the first time in like a week or two. Like there's just, there's the way, the way it used to work was that you and I typically weren't, we didn't have plans for the evening. We got a random Tuesday night. We weren't doing anything. So in general, if, if you don't have to, you, sometimes you probably wouldn't even have to text me. I'll just be there and, and we'll party up and, and, and game together. But I think when, you know, say in five years, I think those times will be far and few between.
1: Right. Yeah, I feel like those days are definitely coming to an end. So you know what that means. I think that means that we have to stop what we're doing right now. <laughs> I have to update the vision and then let's just play for the next seven hours. That's a long time. That is a long time. That doesn't even sound like it's enjoyable anymore. I
0: I, I can't do that. I can't do that long of a session
1: yeah I know that there's like the rare nights where we go like th- like to four hours uninterrupted, and then when you step away, it just seems like oh my goodness <laughs> i like where where am I? It's too much it really is i I like it when we play like two two and a half then we take a break, we go do our own thing, and then we come back
0: yeah and even and even then at times it can feel like a lot,
1: yeah, I guess it depends on what we're playing because you and I haven't had a game like GTA 5 where we could just sort of mess around and it's just like a like a giggle session the entire time. Right. I mean the division there was just it was There fine. was so many that it was it's definitely fun. I'm not going to say it's not fun. But the probability of bad things happening that could ruin or negatively affect a session were much greater than GTA 5.
0: Yeah, definitely. Ah, eh, what are you gonna do? Yeah. All right. I think we call it here.
1: I think we should too. I think I should go eat lunch. I'm sorry I just said that to you. <laughs> like
0: I said, it's not. It's not triggered. A at all.
1: Triggered. Um. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go. And then, I don't know if you want to sign on later, but I-, I could join you.
0: All right. Sounds good.
1: All right. Well, I'm Sandy. I'm Reza. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week.